hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it to bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. And I can do the rest, or I'm going to try to do the rest. What I'm going to do, or attempt to do, is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether those are thoughts uh, running through your brain, uh, physical feelings, emotions, uh, noise, you know, stuff from the past, or stuff you're thinking about in the future. You could be tra- whatever, traveling... You could hiccups. They could they could keep you up at night if you have hiccups or someone in your vicinity, uh, especially a na- like a neighbor. Or you know, what if you're like at work and I, I guess I do something like your BuzzFeed editor, and you got to come up with like thirty hiccup cures and you only have like twenty six. Uh, in those last, and you say, well, no, no, I need a primary source on all of them. That's that's that. I mean, that could be something that's keeping someone else, uh, uh, someone up at night. I mean, they could work for like Listopedia or some some other. But uh, I mean, that would be tough. Maybe we'll come back to that. I didn't know what the intro was going to be about tonight, anyway. Other than I'm in a good mood and so happy to be here to try to put you to sleep. Really, I'm in a great mood. And it wasn't until I sat down and made this show, and I thought, how lucky am I? that I get to make a podcast to put people to sleep. And what I try to do, like I said, is create a safe place uh, where I can try to distract you. And the way I do that is I send my voice across the deep, dark night. I try to use these lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, you know, intros, like uh, great intros, like the one I where I was saying, like a litany of lists, uh, that was an intro a while back. Uh, that was a fake book title. I'll use fake book titles, fake jobs. I just just did that earlier. Uh, examples, similes, uh, like like uh, just like uh, to to describe stuff, uh, like like a person that overuses a simile. Uh, failed pun attempts. Uh, what do you call it? punting puns? Like. Uh, you know, punting, there isn't there like two different words? I guess it's always, it always has to do with that football punt or rugby punt. You're right, uh, Oceana Brain. Thanks for representing. Uh, thank you. Uh, so if you're new here, let me just lay a few things out for you structurally. I want to put you at ease. Uh, so this is a podcast in which you see structurally the show works like this. There's five minutes of business at the top of the show. You already heard that. And whether that's five or six minutes, that's kind of critical to keeping the lights on. So if you're new, it doesn't matter if you paid attention. If you're a regular listener, you probably, hopefully, like, uh, say, okay, let me go to that website tomorrow. And so that's the beginning. Then there's an intro that we just started. The intros are long. They're languid. And whatever other L words you'd like to use, uh, like uh, they're kind of like a show within a show kind of meant to set the mood and uh, some people fall asleep during the intros and some people, you know, some people code during the intros, some people brush their teeth, whatever it is. Uh, the intros are about 12 minutes and then the show proper will begin or the story portion. Cap off the show with thank yous. And main, main reason is I'm thankful to be here. I could be, you know, I could be somewhere with the hiccups or with a hiccup list issue. Or I could be listing, I could be on something that's listing while I have the hiccups. 
What if you were, have they ever made treadmills out of things like, uh, like some sort of contraption where you're running on a treadmill and it's generating lists before? I guess that would be more suited back when they had those ticker tape machines. But I don't know if they, I don't think they had treadmills back then. They had gerbil wheels. Jeez, my voice, I'm, I'm short of voice tonight. Not sure why. So let's see if you, oh, so this is a podcast to put you asleep if you're new. Just because it's a podcast doesn't mean you have to listen. You can kind of listen. You could gently listen. You can loosely listen. You could listen under a pile of loose leaf if you need to. Turns out, I think maybe I talked about this in an intro. When did they stop calling that loose leaf? Now they call it something else, uh. And my, like it, this was back at the beginning of the school year, so this joke's about eight months old, or this issue. But my daughter said, "Dad, could you get to give me some of that binder paper?" That's what she called it. And I said, "We won't use that word in this house, uh, you know." And, I, and then I said, "What's binder paper? It sounds it sounds like industrial." She goes, "Lined paper." And I go, "You mean loose leaf?" Uh, when the heck, it was the first time I felt out of touch, believe it or not. I mean, I know there's a lot of people that feel out of touch, but but for me, you know, I live in enough of a cocoon of delusion that I still, you know, believe I'm post-hip. Uh, but this really rocked my world. I said, they don't call, I said you don't call it loose leaf? Uh, I said, I bet you the rebel, rebellious kids do. And then she, they said, well, when I have this paper, it actually is loose like leaves. Usually it's like blowing away with the leaves when I was in grammar school. So it was actually aptly named. You know, I wasn't the first child to, to demonstrate why it should be called loose leaf. But I think, uh, I think they spelled leaf different, too. They said binder paper, really, because I was going to do an intro about being a BuzzFeed editor and having to make a list about hiccups. But, uh. You really call it binder paper? And she said, no, Dad, you're probably misremembering it. Uh, and I called it something different. This is my daughter, the version of my daughter that lives in my brain. Hopefully, hopefully she can't hear me right now. The one that lives in my brain, hopefully she's not a, like a, a foreshadowing, but, you know. But I said, okay, well, let me go to the store and buy some of that paper. And then luckily, the, the great thing about the stores now, now I sound uh, out of touch, uh, I think I should have just ordered on Amazon because you can't go in a store and even have an opportunity to ask, hey, where the heck's the loose leaf? Because if you're in a grocery store, uh, finding someone to help you is not. In Trader Joe's, I don't think they have loose leaf or binder paper or whatever the heck you, you whatever the heck other people call it. I don't know. So I think that covers that part of it. Was there any, like, uh, so, okay, so if you're new here, you don't need to listen to me, clearly. Okay, I think I demonstrated that part. But just because this is a sleep podcast, uh, the shows are an hour, so I don't want you to feel any pressure to fall asleep. Now, this podcast doesn't work for everybody. A large number of people, like, are like, what the heck is he talking about? Even the first hundred times they listen. But usually after two or three times, you'll, it'll either work for you or if it doesn't work for you, you know, I'm sorry. Like, like uh, you can email me. I'll try to help you come up with something else to put you to sleep. But there's no pressure to fall asleep. This is a sleep a, a podcast that tries to put you to sleep. And you have a whole hour, and I'll be here the whole time because I have listeners that listen to the whole episode, and I want to keep them company in the deep dark night.
you know, especially the poor people that this is news to them. They say, wait a second, they don't like their whole world is crumbling like a piece of loose leaf paper. They say they don't, they call it what? Uh, binder paper, but binded by what? And I say, holy, I don't even know. Now we're in a metaphysical conundrum because I didn't even think about that part. I mean, it was much easier when it was describing what it was. It's loose leaf like paper. And I said, do you, do you know, do they sell it in any other way other than college ruled? Because I don't know if they, like, like do they sell it in elementary ruled? I mean, why bother? They should just sell you, it's like, uh, I don't even know what that means. Is there a standard, of, like, that, that they're applying it to? I mean, talk about wasted words. I mean, a lot of people would say this podcast is full of them, but... Uh, so I don't mean, I don't want anybody's grip on the world to be loosened like the loose leaf uh, that would fall out of my backpack on a daily basis. Actually, if it was in my backpack, it was great to be crumbled leaf, crumbled like leaves or absorbent like, uh, you know, the paper's not super absorbent. Uh, but yeah, so they, I guess it turns out they don't call it loose leaf anymore. And if you do say it to your kid, now maybe it's a, like, uh, what are those called? Is that a colloquialism? But I don't think so. I think, uh, I don't know if that's a sign of the times or not. Because uh, it's a binder. What the heck's a binder? Like a three-ring binder? Okay, I guess I, I'm totally seeing the folly of my brain. Makes perfect sense why you'd call it binder paper if you put it in a binder. I mean, me, I won't be bound by binders. I mean, to be honest, because they got those uh, those metal rings and... They haven't really made a binder that I can handle, or folders for that matter. If it comes into my possession, it's going to be wrinkled and folded and stained with either inks or foods or oils or, uh, you know, muds. I don't know, is this helping with the hiccups at all? Or the listing of the hiccups? How about this for hiccups? Uh, Suck on a piece. Here you go with the BuzzFeed edit, like... uh, or the list the editor of lists is listening. Suck on some binder. Chew on. Don't chew on binder paper. It feels weird. Or loose leaf. Uh, hey, trust me. I don't like it. It doesn't feel like, especially like in your molars. I don't know. Have you chewed on binder paper before? Did you just see how adaptable the human brain is? I've already somehow in the last four minutes I've accepted it's binder paper. I've moved on. I feel like the like the little spirit of the loose leaf that lived inside me is crying or something. Also, if you have some sort of ship or plane, can you name it the spirit of loose leaf? I think that would be a good name for a ship, the spirit of loose leaf. It, it, it does sound, loose leaf's a nice word. So I'm trying to prop a loose leaf back up. Uh, also, maybe blowing into a binder paper or a loose leaf. I'm just saying I have to say binder paper because I don't think you could buy a loose leaf, loose leaf. How about this one? Who wants to make up a, what are those things called, tongue twisters? I mean, for me, it's called uh, speaking. But you could say loose leaf, loose sleep. Uh, loose leaf, lo- Lucy. Loose leaf, Lucy. Loose sleep, lo- loose sleep, loosely. Something like that. You know what I'm saying? that That's, that's almost there. I'm 80% of the way to a tongue twister. Okay, back to the new listeners. Uh, so, problem solved. It turns out it's called binder paper because it goes in a three-ring binder. 
I don't know how many people, okay, this is another brain thing. I think the binder paper has more than one, I'm guessing it has like six or seven holes. I'm pretty sure I know where my binder paper is. So as soon as I stop recording, I'm going to go look uh, and investigate it. And then if it's not college ruled, I'll just feel like a fool. And if it's called loose leaf, I'll feel a small victory. If it's called binder paper... You know, that's the inevitable, whatever they call that, you know, you, you, you're aged out, Scooch. You're post, you were post-tip, now you're just holding on to your loose leaves. But what's interesting is when you listen to this podcast, you hold on to it loosely. And I kind of like try to take your hand loosely and escort you across the threshold from wake to sleep. So if you're new, this podcast is odd. It's not for everybody. But I try to create a friendly place. I'm so honored, like kind of the mood I'm in. I'm so honored to get this chance to have you all listening to me, to let me in to your home, just my voice, probably the best thing, because otherwise it'd be a trail of friggin' binder paper everywhere and crying, weeping loose leaf. But to, 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 to trust me and to let me try to help, uh, it's incredible, incredible. Thank you. And if you're new, thanks for trying to show up. Because the reason I make it is because I've been there in the deep, dark night. Uh, and that's why I say I'm honored to help, because I know what it's like lying there tossing and turning. And I say this every episode because, I mean, I'm glad you're here. I really hope I yearn, I strive, and I work very hard to try to help you fall asleep. So thanks so much for coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, physical sensations noise well you know partner that's uh, perfectly asleep except for the drool they're drooling on your pillow that they somehow wrangled away uh it could be bird you know birds bird calling uh it could be a bird called you that's kind of baffling thing that would keep me up at night uh you know whatever's keeping me awake whether it's any of those things or a bunch of other things that i've heard from listeners uh Whatever scheme you wake I'd like to take your mind off that to distract you. That's what the safe place is. Uh, distracting, welcoming. I send my voice across the deep dark night. I use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. I use a pace, you know, a pace, a pace I only use on this podcast. That's a good thing to bring. My, my walking speed. I talked about, uh, racing thoughts, uh, Maybe I'll talk about that I walk too fast. I think I've talked about that on, on the on the show before. But let me get to the new listeners first. If you're new here, welcome. I'm glad you're here. I just want to kind of give you a structural thing. If you've listened this far, thank you. The first five minutes of show, those are housekeeping and business. Uh, so if you're new, it's not too essential. If you've been listening to the show regularly, it's kind of essential that you hear that part of the show. Uh, and, and, you know, all the links and stuff are in the show notes. But that's the business. That's how we keep the show going. And then we have an intro, which we just started. Intros are about 12 to 15 minutes. Then we'll have, uh, like, tonight we're talking about Star Trek The Next Generation, Rascals. 
I believe. And so that'll take about 40, 45, 50 minutes. Then we'll have some thank yous at the tail end of the show. So that's the structure of the show. And the intro is extra long because some people use it to get ready for bed and some people fall asleep to it. It's become a show within a show or more of an example of, like, say, well, what skills, like, how do you put people to sleep? I said, well, let me just demonstrate. And actually, I don't put people to sleep. I, like, let me just, uh, let, me, let me tell you about the rules of the podcast. That's a good segue. Thank you. I don't know if that was a John August level segue, my, one of my favorite podcasts, uh, script notes. But uh, now I got, like, I got distracted. Every time I talk about people that I, like, I, uh, have an affinity for, I, I start blushing. But so, if you're new here, this is a podcast, which you normally would want to listen to the whole thing. Now, this one, you can have it on the whole time. You could just set a sleep timer, whatever works for you. But you can, you only need to kind of listen. Like, kind of like, in, I mean, let's be honest, our guards down here, you're in bed. I try to be honest with everybody. There are times when you, like, you're not in the mood for listening. And usually, that's the kind of thing... They either you like a couple of things that maybe you feel guilty about it. Maybe it's an, an ad- adaptation thing. You say, well, I just want to, I don't really, I don't think this person actually needs me to listen to them. They might want me to, but you know, they're talking about whatever in, you know, maybe you get a lot going on. Maybe your mind's racing. My mind's always racing. So that's one reason I have trouble listening, but let me tell you my expectation right here. You don't need to listen to me. You can listen to be distracted but you don't got to feel bad about not listening you you don't have to feel bad about not, not having any idea what i'm talking about this podcast is here for you to take your mind off stuff so you can do with it what you will but it's also not a podcast to put you to sleep it's a podcast to keep you company maybe put you in a little bit better mood it to pull you out of the rigmarole of the whole the, i guess i can't i don't know I, i've overused like a the struggle to sleep or whatever you want to call it, the hassle, and maybe make bedtime feel a little bit le- less like that, a little bit less serious. Ideally, if I really, if, I, if I'm bringing my A game, or I always bring my A game, what, I don't even know what that means, but like, uh, like ideally, in a perfect world, I make bedtime feel delightful. I mean, it doesn't work for everybody, and this is different than a lot of stuff out there, especially because I say, geez, it, it's a... Uh, it's here to distract you, so ideally, like, I'm keeping you company, but you're not listening to me, but you're distracted because you're just listening to me enough and not to think about whatever's keeping you awake. And we're kind of walking side by side, but at some point we cross over the threshold from wake to sleep and you drift into the arms of Morpheus or whatever sleep deity you prefer or just, you know, giant, you know, giant bed. So if you're new here, those are the things. So tonight we'll be talking about rascals. Uh, and I think I wanted to talk about how I walk, my, my pacing of my walking. I don't, like, I don't pay, I, I don't do a lot of pacing, but I walk very fast. I'm, I'm not good at walking slowly. But despite case, I always try to stay, you know, stay remembering, <laughs> stay remembering. I try, I try to take my time, like, and, and go at a slow pace, uh, so this episode, Rascals, that's an interesting name because it's not really any rascal, rascally behavior in there. And there's the Little Rascals, which I think was it was a black and white thing, but it was on WPIX when I was a kid. 
And so I'd watch that. Usually I think the episodes consisted of them building, I think, I'm not sure if every Little Rascals episode had a, uh, like a soapbox derby car or whatever you call that. Go, what do you call those things? I think that's what it is, a soapbox derby. But I do think the majority of them involved that. Newspapers and, like, uh, you know, adults being, the adults were always the rascals. And I guess that's the world we live in, you know. And whatever it can, what, what keeps me up at night is a little rascally, these rascally-like thoughts. I don't know what I could call them other than, like, little rascals. So that's one thing is, like, uh, they're always up to stuff. And I think uh, the little rascals were always up to stuff and not, nothing I can remember. I don't know. I think they were in a time before it was called precocious. Uh, I don't know when that word, and, and uh, now I think, like, uh, I think with the last Dennis the Menace movies, that went out of the, the uh, vernacular, precocious. Now it's a more of a, I think it's a passive-aggressive word, and so we try to avoid those things here. But I guess, like, uh, it sounds very nice. I guess that's why people use it in passive and say, well, that kid is just precocious. And you could say that you scooch, you know, and I say, you're right, I may not be using it correctly. I did like the Little Rascals, uh, but like I don't really remember much about it. And so, but this episode doesn't have to do with that. It has some child actors, and I guess if you were whatever those, I can't remember the the names of the, the other like whoever takes over the ship. I want to say the Mitochondrians, but I think that's uh, what gives you the force. Ferengi. If you're a Ferengi, you'd say the kids in this episode are rascals. And I would say to talk, I'd say that would be like a good quality of the Ferengi. They're rascally in a good way. Like they, they're rascally like behavior. Really, like that's one of the things I love. Like you'd say, like if you if we're having a gratitude list, talk about changing the subject. But uh, Ian, I did live in the age of the USS Enterprise, Star Trek Generation, Next Generation. I don't know. It's that twenty fifth or twenty sixth century. Like, and then I, like, and I had a podcast then, like, maybe I, maybe I was the gratitude officer. I mean, I wouldn't be on the Enterprise, be on the, uh, be on the, the, I wouldn't be on the USS, be on something, something else spanky, Uh, like held together. You'd say, well, yeah, but I, like, I could be the gratitude officer and I'd say, okay, gather round crew, it's time for gratitude time, uh. We're, we're, we're thinking of things we're grateful for for the Ferengi who keep annoying us. But, uh, you know, they have green, they have sparkly green uh, highlights on their outfits. That's one thing I'm grateful for. They, I like how they use their hand. Their hands are very expressive. Also, their faces. But they're by, you know, you could really see a lot with the Ferengi's hands. Uh, also, I'm grateful because they just crack me up. Uh, I don't know if it's the ego or what, what their ego or their it is, but they're usually in it for themselves. Also, if the Ferengi didn't have such a great impact on us, I'd say if they don't know any better. If it, you know, if it didn't affect us, if we were, uh, if I was Q, if I was in that continuum. By the way, if anybody's listening from that continuum, I don't know if you've gotten my letters, uh, but you could just respond. You don't need to, like, unless all these strange things, you know, all my bad luck is like a letter from you. But if we were in the continuum, we'd just say, Ferengi, what, what do they get? What are you going to do? That's what they do. So I'm grateful for that. Uh, 
I don't like, uh, sometimes I guess like, uh, grateful for their boots. Um, yeah. So th- that could be something, um, like, so that could be something that comes up in this podcast. It doesn't come up in this podcast episode, but you know, those are things to be grateful for. And who would have known that tonight we will be talking about a Ferengi and it's like, uh, the way it's studying a fish tank. So that's the kind of like uh, things I'm going to be doing to keep you company. So if you're new here, I realize this podcast is like in the abnormal range. Uh, like here's a person who's, you say, what are your dreams, Scoots? Well, what, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I won't get into the Academy. We've covered that enough. I don't think I would belong on a, on a starship except maybe to visit, but I could, you know, I could like, I could see myself, uh, like like having a podcast about uh, one episode, maybe in the present day, about things I'm grateful for from the Ferengi. You say, great, uh, you know. Yeah, it's right, beyond the stars or whatever they say. Uh, space, the final frontier. So if you're new here, uh, that's what we're going to be doing, uh, like tonight. And then the show comes out Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. Tuesday is usually like a story made up on the spot. Thursdays are written stories. They all have same long meandering intros, but the timestamps are usually in there so you can skip ahead. But the whole idea of the podcast is uh, that I've been there. Uh, I might not know exactly what you're going through, but I know what you know what you deserve a good night's sleep. And uh, geez, it's rough when you can't sleep, and, and I feel bad. And for some people, this podcast works for I could keep you company. Some people that listen, they never fall asleep. I'm just here for them. Their boyfriend, their companion in the deep, dark night. Uh, but for a lot of people, I can be the one that takes your mind off stuff while you slip into slumber. And that's a, a role it couldn't be more honored to, to do. So as I always say, I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time, and I really hope I really work hard and I really yearn to help you fall asleep, so thank you. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble with getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, uh, emotions, uh, noise, uh, travel, something you're dealing with uh, temporary or something that's been going on for a while, something from the distant past or something you're thinking about for the future. Uh, whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off that. The way I'm going to do it, like I said, I'm going to create a safe place where I hope you feel welcome. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, uh, meanderware, which is a, like it enables my powers of meandering. And it's also like feels oh so good. So it puts me comfort, but makes me relax and helps me meander. So I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I think I said that. And, and basically, uh, try to take your mind, try to put you at ease. Uh, uh, but with like a kind of rambling distraction, part, part bedtime story, uh, like, uh, but, but like a part like a late night phone call where you're talking nonsense to your friend or your partner or whatever. 
and going to kind of buy a little bit like a dream, not too much like a dream. Uh, so if you're new here, uh, that's kind of what the podcast is like. The structure of the show, uh, we got five minutes of business at the top, which you probably just heard, five or six minutes. And that's critical, you know, supporting the sponsors or supporting the show is critical to keeping the show free and archives free. So hearing that part, if you're a regular listener, is really important. If you're new, you could kind of skip it, skip it if you need to. And then we have an intro, which we're in the middle of uh, or at the beginning of. Those are about 12 to 14 minutes. Kind of a show within a show where you could ease into the podcast or if you're new, get an idea to it. Uh, you could use it to get ready for bed. Or some people like like the intro so much, this is where they fall asleep. Uh, but it's to say, hey, I'm glad you're here. That's what I say at the end of every intro. Spoiler alert. Yeah, but the reason I say it is because I'm serious, like serious, because I've been there to like, uh, like I've, I've always had trouble sleeping on and off and some periods of really intense uh, sleeplessness and some bad habits to avoid having trouble falling asleep. Uh, so I, didn't, I know what it's like. I don't know exactly what you're dealing with, uh, but I hope I can help. And here's the way I help. Uh, it's a podcast uh, that you can listen to as opposed to like whatever the internal uh, dialogue or thoughts or uh, physical or emotions you might be focusing on. Instead, just to take a listen to my voice. I'm going to be here to keep you company. But I'm going to be here to keep you company so much that you don't like it. I don't really need your attention. I don't like I, I want to be your companion and take your attention off of what's ever bugging you. But, but like in a non-needy way where you could just say, well, wow, this is here for me uh, to put me asleep. Kind of like a gift. Uh, so you can stop listening or drift off or ideally just slide through my fingers whenever you need to. So it's a podcast that you can kind of listen to. You know, they get that active listening is big, but this is and then there's passive listening and this podcast I call it Reflective Listening because at some point, ideally, like uh, your eardrums are just reflecting my vo- sound waves or whatever. And your brain's saying, well, this is like, do not compute. And then I guess this kind of point I've made clear. It's a sleep podcast, but it's more of like a like a, a, a friend telling you a story podcast. Uh, so it's not a sleep solution. I call it a sleep offering it's out there to help you fall asleep. It works for some people. doesn't work for everybody. Uh, you can try it because I hope it works for you. But you shouldn't feel any pressure that you're supposed to use it one way or it's supposed to work or it's supposed to put you to sleep. It's just kind of like there to be your companion. Uh, ideally, I'm your companion as you cross over the threshold from wake to sleep. Uh, or if you're a listener that wakes up in the middle of the night, that uh, I can ease you back into bed. Or if you're a listener that likes to have uh, something going all night long, uh, I'm there for you. Or if you're like some people I hear from, like me, sometimes like you, you might even have trouble falling asleep or the pressure of being able to fall asleep. That's pretty intense. I'll be here the whole time. I'll be here for an hour. I'm here three times a week. Uh, the shows come out Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday uh, to kind of help you fall asleep when you need it. Uh, and as long as you need it for an hour or, or there's like 530, some 40s, 50, some old episodes for you to listen to. 
And the term the listeners use is his boyfriend, because I'm kind of like your your friend in the deep dark night. So this is about the structure of the podcast. Usually I try to come up with some sort of witty metaphor about the podcast here, but I guess like uh, I'm trying to think. I'm really feeling chill, and uh, hopefully that's kind of the mood I, I, like uh, that I can put you in, like that you can just kick back and chill out and say, okay, well, this isn't so bad. Uh, like, uh, like uh, I don't know if it's like a verbal back rub because that's a lot. Like uh, that's that could be a lot of work, and that probably wake you up. You say, well, she's, uh, yeah, can you go down there? Can you go down there? This is a. Uh, so I guess that's not, I'm trying to, I'm, right now I'm doing metaphor testing. So verbal back rub, isn't it? I'm trying to think what, what else, uh, what else is on my mind? Well, if you're new, I guess one thing that's on my mind sometimes when I make this show is a weird, uh, a symbiotic relationship, like putting you to sleep, like, uh, helps, uh, like, uh, like, uh, knowing that I'm here to put you to sleep kind of puts me in a, in a state where I'm calm. Maybe it's more of a sympathetic thing, you know, cause it, like a lot of times, uh, I don't know if, if other people can relate to this, you, but you feel like uh, critical or judgmental and even making a sleep podcast is a lot of times I got to stop and say, Hey, let's just, uh, take it easier here. We make the podcast that puts people to sleep. You know, it doesn't have to be perfect when, when part of me is like that, like, oh boy, or, or something like that, or oh, uh, like, uh, like, okay, well, what, what do, we, do we have the lulling, soothing tones? Well, mostly, like a nice, uh, slow, even pace, yeah. Are we doing our best to make people feel welcome, being a little bit vulnerable? For me, that just means kind of being myself, which is kind of a goofball. And uh, are we moving forward with the intention of Jesus? Like, uh, I hope this makes one person out there feel less alone. And I don't even know how to define that, but I know what it feels like. Even when I say it, I think you can feel it. Like, uh, I think deep down, one of the goals of this show is to make you feel less alone. And maybe just in the way that there's a lot of other people that listen to this podcast that are having trouble falling asleep, uh, too. And that I've been through that, uh, and that, Hey, I'm going to make this thing and see it. When I started the show, I was like, well, I think I got this idea for this podcast. And I know like I would want something like that to make me feel like that's what I used to listen to the radio. Uh, cause in the deep dark night, you can feel pretty lonely sometimes, even when the situation is someone's right there next to you because you're still awake and, and it, things get a little bit strange, like after. You know, when, when you're like, well, I got to go to work tomorrow. You, know, I think you know what I mean. So I don't know. I think that's one of the things with this show is like, uh, I don't know. I, I guess like uh, that's that's what I want to cultivate. And I guess in some way make you feel less alone in a fun way where it says, hey, this is this show's a little bit. Uh, it can be serious, but most of the part, it's a little bit nonsensical and goofy because uh, my main job isn't to uh, change anything or to teach anything. I mean, maybe some of those things maybe happen unintentionally or, you know, indirectly. My main job is just to keep you company. But the kind of company I keep or, or that I strive for here is uh, the kind where it's so friendly and so at ease uh, that you say, well, you, like, I don't, like, I don't even have to keep listening to you. I could just drift off. Uh, and I think some of us have had those relationships where someone will talk you right to sleep. Uh, 
Um, but, but, you know, it's not really realistic, you know, when your partner or your, your person, your person in your life, you know, they have to go to work too, or they've got a lot of stuff going on or they're really tired. So I guess this is like a proxy of that. If, if you don't mind me using a word that I'm not even sure I'm using properly. So I don't know if you're new or you've been here a long time, but, 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 and I know I can't succeed every time, but I hope you feel welcome and give the show a few tries. My, you know, my voice, my style, my tone, it's all a little bit different. And it doesn't make a little a lot of sense because I said, I mean, when I made the show, I was like, well, I don't know about this sleep stuff. Uh, I want something that's a little, like, this is what, uh, let me try this. Let me try to make this and see how it goes. So what was my point? So so give it a few tries. So like a lot of reviews say, hey, like took the second or third try and now I fall asleep every time. Or I don't fall, you know, everybody has a different story. But 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 what brings us together is uh, that we're baffled sometimes by this sleep thing. And for some people, they just listen to the podcast a couple times. You know, maybe they got an exam coming up or a job interview. And there's been people that have been listening since episode one, and I appreciate all of you. And when I say this, I say it to everyone. Uh, I'm glad you're here, and I really hope, I really yearn, I work very hard, and I strive to help you fall asleep. So thanks so much for coming by. We're going to move on here with the show, but but I hope maybe that captures kind of uh, uh, what I'm trying to do. Thanks. Hey, up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts uh, feelings, uh, physical uh, sensations, you know, ups and downs. Uh, you know, maybe if you're you know if you're on a ship, it could be uh, going up and down. But it, uh, if you're on one of those, you know, when those people they go on roller coasters for like the longest, like that. If you're trying to sleep on a roller coaster, I don't. I'm not sure. I don't think this podcast would it help. It might pass the time. I don't think it could hurt, uh, but, you know, maybe check with the roller coaster, you know. Sleep with me. The podcast that puts you to sleep, uh, maybe if you're on a roller coaster. But if you feel like you're on a roller coaster, I can relate to that. You know, life does have its ups and downs. Or you could be traveling, or it could be something going on. So whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to distract you from that. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you, oh, I think I said that, you know, repetitive, how am I going to create a safe place? Repetitive phrases and repetitive jokes, definitely, because I think I do use this repetitive phrase joke uh, repeatedly in a prior uh, intro, repetitive joke stuff, I was repeating it. And yet again, I do it again, because it's a consistency. I do, this podcast is consistent. Uh, because if you're going to count on it to fall asleep, I decided that a long time ago. He said, well, this thing's got to come out two or three times a week and uh, on the same nights, and particularly on a Sunday night. So maybe I could talk more about that, but let me set this up for the new listeners. So I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. 
I'm going to use these creaky dulcet tones in addition to said repetition. And I'm going to use a, like a layer, like a bedtime story. Like, uh, so I'll tell you about the structure of that, uh, right now, I guess, uh, like pauses. That's another technique I use. So if you're new here, here's the structure of the show. There's five or six minutes of business at the top. If you're new, you don't, you know, you could not pay attention. If you listen regularly, pretty essential to, to listen to that part before you fall asleep or the next day. Then there's an intro, which we've, we're into now, maybe four or five minutes. Usually these intros are, I, I think they probably average 12 minutes or 14 minutes, not the unlucky number in between those two. But probably, if, if a mathematician would probably say exactly 13 minutes, Scoots. Say thanks, thanks for bringing that up. Uh, so the, the intro is kind of like a show within a show. So if you're new, it might be a little strange because it's a long, rambling intro. I do put like the general timestamps if you if you're a real story fan, so you can skip to the bedtime story. But this is kind of like warming up the bathtub or whatever. Could you imagine if you were so rich? I just thought of this. Uh, I didn't mean this when I said warming up the bathtub, because as soon as I said that, I said, what does that even mean? Like, like what, what other thing are you going to do? But then I think about this. What if you're so rich? Uh, just imagine this. Like, you are so wealthy that you could have a person that warms up your bathtub in that with water. Like, they get in there. Like, they could warm up your bed, too. That would be a little bit, I guess it wouldn't be any less intimate. Uh, but they would lie in your bathtub just to warm it up, and then they would get out and you would fill it with water. I wonder if I could be qualified for that bathtub. What do you do for a living, Scoots? Well, I used to tell bedtime stories. That didn't work out. But I did tell some bedtime stories. To, like, I, you know, I got into the Beverly Beverly Hills circuit. Uh, and whenever I say circuit, I say, yeah. And then Beverly Hills Weekly called me the Beverly Hills Circus, a bedtime story circus. So then I moved back and I actually met it, met some of the younger Astors, the new Astors, uh, with the new money. And like I was pitching them on like overindulging cause they were real, they were real sensitive about how they spent their money. And I said, what, like I said, you know, it, I just uh, came up in conversation, ba- you know, bathing. And then I said, well, what are your, your pain points in the bathtub? And they said, a bathtub, if someone could invent a better bathtub, that's what one of the Astors went and did. And they put that, you know, the the great bathtub barons out of business. But they were so happy that I gave them the idea. They said, well, what did you mean when you said, and I said, well, think about all the pain points. You you, you invented a better bathtub, but what you couldn't invent is uh, porcelain or whatever the heck bathtubs are made out of is cool to the touch. And I said, what you need is a bathtub warmer. And I said, you, you know, sure, for regular plebs like me, you could have it, you know, electrically warmed, but I'll never be able to afford that bathtub either. But what I could do is get in the bathtub for you empty. I would be, uh, I, I would make sure I'm very clean, you know, before I get to work. Uh, or, you know, I could, you know, whatever. You could have something outdoors for me. I'm not picky. But I'll just get in there and lie there for like 15, I think probably 15 minutes is optimal time. 
you know, warm the port. I mean, what could be more luxurious? Uh, you, I mean, there probably should be like a, a some. You won't know about it either. Like, so maybe it wouldn't be best for you, uh, young Jacob Astor. But you know, for whatever other socialites, like I could, like they wouldn't know. They'd say, like you'd call it the Astor War, the luxury Astor warmed tub or something. And they would say, Jacob, how do you do this? Is this why does it cost four thousand dollars every time I take a bath? And and you would say to them, Well, isn't it worth it? And they say, Oh yes it is. Oh, this is like they say I can't even you know, I stay at those fancy places, but there's no tub like this, Jacob. But they would never know I'm getting in the bathtub. You know, we could run it by their staff and everything. And we could do that with their beds too. Like they, they, they'd be like, what, like, is that laser? You could say, no, it's not even laser warm. We tried that. It's not luxurious enough. Cause they think it, like if they knew I was doing it, it would be tough to forget about, you know, they'd say, well, they, the, that was the guy, the, the guy that's warming up my bathtub used to make that sleep podcast with the weird, you know, he was a weird, weird goofball. He was nice, but, uh, now he warms the bathtubs up. Well, no, we're just humoring him. It, we're, actually, we all live in his brain. So this is just, it's not, he doesn't know what thought experiment means, but I think this might be a thought experiment. Yeah, so that's how I get in the bathtub warming business here in the rubber. You know, I warm up the bathtubs in my mind. But that's what this intro is. It's kind of like warming, just like that. Also, usually in the intro, I accidentally prove how the podcast works. Uh unintentionally like why I'm qualified to do it because that was uh I'm still just trying to picture myself I, I wish I had a doppelganger to warm my bathtub up for me you know like you know what I mean like that would be great like because I guess I wouldn't want anyone else uh warming up my bathtub like so I can understand why the asters eventually objected to that so this, the intros are kind of like, if you're new, sorry, I went on a little tangent there, but if you're new, this is what, like, this is the warming up the bathtub part. But there's also two things you should know. You don't really, clearly, you don't have to listen to me, but I'm pretty sure if if you were kind of following my thoughts there, it took your mind off of whatever's been keeping you awake. Because uh, it's just, just almost feasible like you see, like if it wasn't for me, like the human flesh part, you'd say a human warmed bathtub would be great if you, you know, if you got the human element out of it. But the human elements, well, it's that I think that's a paradox, uh, the warm tub paradox. I guess that could be a book. You're right. Uh, the story of the rise and fall of Jacob Astor and the end of the reign of the porcelain barons. Yeah, title pending, but I think that's like well, I'm big on these subtitles now. What was it? What was it? What was it? The human, the human tub, the human tub factor. What, what did I call that book? I already forgot. But if you're new here, so the, like you don't have to listen to me clearly, but hopefully I take your mind off stuff just enough so you can like I can escort you. You know, I can warm the tub and then you slip into it and you, you, you know, but this is in a bit, you know, sleep situation. So they, they, and then, but here's the other thing. The, the episode is going to be in another 45 or 50 minutes. So you don't, you're not under any pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here the whole time to keep you company. And if you can't fall asleep, I'll be here. And we'll have a story coming up here, our episodic series.
So, you know, and that's the thing, like, like, I want to be your boar friend or your boar bay, your, your companion in the deep, dark nights, uh, to keep you company, uh, and to give you a little bit of hope. Like, I mean, I have hope, uh, you know, that one day, I guess I, I wouldn't mind. I mean, talk about like, how much do you think a pay would pay an hour to warm bathtubs? I guess it wouldn't be a good hourly job. Uh, who's who's running those like uh, car like Uber and Lyft? Uh, what do they think? Like, uh, I guess they could do it like that. New York City would probably be the only place to do it, but I could run around, uh, you know, Central Park West, warming up bathtubs. I mean, I have to charge like thirty. Then if I could do four an hour, like, uh, like then I could be making some megabucks, you know. So that you don't do like, what would you tub, you know, tub warmer, tub thumper. Remember that was a song. So anyway, I guess that's like a, I think that's it. Uh, so this is a podcast in which you sleep. You're under no pressure to fall asleep and you're under no pressure to listen. If you're new here, it doesn't work for everybody. It's a acquired taste, uh, like warm, you know, human warm tubs. But I tell you what, once you acquire a taste for that, you know, there's no going back. And then it's, you know, it will have an impact on your wallet once I, you know, figure out the business structure and stuff like that uh, in the payment method and getting in and out without you seeing me. You know, because then we could, you know, I could say, well, you know, I could tell you, you know, what, what you want to hear. Who warmed this tub up? Was it the podcast guy? Oh, no, no. You know, it was whoever you would like to imagine warmed your tub. A mermaid, you know, a mer- you know, one of the mermaids from the Wiki Watch. She was in there. Uh, but the thing is, I make this podcast because I've always had trouble sleeping and overthinking, and you know, having thoughts that don't clearly don't have a, a full cohesion. Now, you know, but you know, there is some cohesion when your body's warm in a tub. Uh, uh, so I say this every uh, episode because I mean it. So give the show a few tries because I'm really glad you're here because I've been there in the deep, dark night. I work very hard at this show, but I yearn and I strive, and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Thank you for coming by. Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's giving you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, thinking, you know, thinking going through your head that's giving you awake, uh, feelings, uh, emotional uh, or physical, uh, to-do lists, uh, stuff that your brain says you didn't do, travel, noise, whatever's giving you awake, I'd like to take your mind off that. I'm going to create a safe place, as I said. And the way I'm going to attempt to comp- accomplish that is by uh, sending my voice across the deep, dark night using these uh, lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, wings of pointlessness uh, or paintlessness, uh, paint, I guess, paintless wings, uh, and uh, like uh, meanderwear. I, I wear a special kind of undergarment called meanderwear, which enables extra meanders. And, you know, clothing has its own meanders anyway. It's not like, uh, otherwise you just wear like, uh, 
like a, I guess a poncho. What's the least clothing that has the least? Uh, here's a question, and, and I guess it, maybe I've asked this before. What's a pleat? P l e a t, I believe it is. I remember when I would buy pants for school, or on the rare occasion I had neat pants to wear to some event. Uh, I would go to a store, and for men's slacks, there would be a choice between pleated and non-pleated. And I always found that incredibly confusing. And even to this day, I do. I would be like, well, what is it like? And I think for a while I bought pleated, and then at some point I went pleat-free. Because I think it was just like, it seemed like like in the middle of, like uh, right where your hips are, there was just like a folded-over stitch or something also, I don't fold, like, if I iron my pants, I'm not ironing them down the middle. I don't know if it was to assist in that, uh, like, if you ironed your pants that way. I prefer my pants ironed uh, along the side seams. Uh, like, uh, I get enough, contr- you know, my pants are going to get wrinkled anyway, so I don't need a natural wrinkle down the middle. Oh, going off topic, that's another way I create a safe place. But main thing is... Uh, the way the podcast works, if you're new, it's meant to take your mind off stuff. The idea is you can't think about two things at once. So if you listen to me, instead of thinking about or processing whatever's been keeping you awake, I'll try to tr- create a, like, be just interesting enough to take your mind off of that and just soothing enough uh, to make you feel comfortable, to make you feel at home, to make you feel welcome to make you feel like a, a human being that deserves a good night's sleep. That's important. You're important. You're important enough not to have to listen to me for very long. Uh, so you know, this is a podcast you don't really need to listen to. And it, it's to help you fall asleep. Uh, but it's kind of a paradox, too. Like, you deserve a good night's sleep. I'll be here to talk and distract you and take your mind off stuff and accompany you, just like we were walking side by side. Until you drift off into dreamland, however long that takes. That's why these shows are an hour. They're also a complete episode. I mean, sometimes the shows are two parts. Tonight we're talking about Star Trek. Uh, Because I also make the show for the people that can't fall asleep. That's where I was when I got the idea for this podcast. Uh, Like lying in bed just feeling alone and and wanting a little uh, something to to, to feel like... uh, I don't know, to, to change that feeling, to, to take me away. So for the people that, that can't sleep, I'll be here the whole time. But that's also, I'll be here the whole time to give you, that gives you permission to, to not listen or to stop listening. I think that's a paradox. And if you're new here, the structure of the show, here's how it works. The top of the show is about five or six minutes, the very beginning. That's the business portion of the show. If you're new, not that essential. If you listen regularly, that's the most essential part of the show. And, you know, ideally, you, you maybe you listen to that tomorrow again or something so you know how to support the show. That way we keep it going. Uh, then we have an intro, which we're halfway through maybe. Usually the intros are about 12 to 14 minutes, kind of me demonstrating, you know, that uh, to give you permission not to listen. And, I don't know, set the mood, I guess. I really uh, work hard to make you feel welcome and at ease. And I'll probably give you a pretty good idea if the show's going to work for you, like uh, the second or third time. Most reviews say it t- takes two or three times, but this gives you an idea that the show's like lighthearted, a little bit silly, not very straightforward. 
I've got creaky dulcet tones. I don't make a lot of sense, and I'm a bit goofy. Uh, then tonight we'll talk about a great episode of uh, Star Trek Elementary, My Dear Data, and we'll talk about that for 45, 50 minutes or something. Then we'll have intros or uh, thank yous at the bottom of the show, at the end of the show. So that's kind of how it works, like pleats or no pleats. You you know, like this is the only podcast that, that uh, it has optional pleats. Like otherwise you got to buy your pants and you're stuck with the pleats. This one, and I mean that because you can listen all the way to the end. I'll be here or you could fall asleep during the intro. I'll be here to help you fall asleep. Uh, but it's a sleep podcast, but there's no shoulds. It's not like this is a like a a structured, rigorous thing where it should work for you by then or you should use it this way. You know, kind of like, uh, I guess that's how pleats work. I guess Johnny the Johnny Pleats or whoever invented the pleat is probably, you know, up there at the Big Farm saying, I can't believe he doesn't know how to use the pleats. Uh, and they said, well, if you made them optional, like, uh, you know, whatever, like button, but, you know, button pleats or something. Anyway, let's get off of pleats. So tonight we're talking about elementary dear data, and, and a couple of things I wanted to talk about in the intro. Uh, Dr. Pulaski, Data, and Jordy are having this interesting conversation, and Data said something that plagues me at bedtime. He says to uh, Dr. Pulaski, are you able to cease thinking on command? Uh, and, uh, like, it's applicable to their context, but I said, well, no, I'm not, I'm not data. I mean, I do talk to data and the other characters a lot. And I said, that's, that's why I make my podcast. Cause that's one of the reasons I can't sleep is cause I can't just say, stop. Th-. I mean, that's what my parents would say when I was a kid and I could, well, why don't you stop thinking about school? I'd say, well, I can't, I can't stop thinking about school. That's why I can't sleep. Well, you, you could sleep if you stopped thinking and I'd say, well, I can't do that. And so that's kind of where the podcast comes in to take your mind off of stuff. In this episode, Dr. Pulaski said, in medicine, I'm almost often faced with puzzles I do not know the answer to. And I think at bedtime, that, that could be tricky. Like, like this podcast, it's a puzzle you don't need to know the answer to. But a lot of times that's what drives my thinking. It's like trying to figure out the answers to all my puzzles and get certainty. Uh, but Pulaski also had this great little thing, uh, the dark flex, flex, F-L-E-C-K-S, that drive us. The dark flex that drive us. Flex is a great word, F-L-E-C-K-S. Uh, and they could be, you know, different than thoughts. But I, I, I don't know. I enjoyed those things about uh, that conversation. And I feel like, you know, I guess like my thoughts are fleck-like in this podcast. They're fragmented. Uh, they come in waves. Uh, they're a little bit, a bit tough to put together, and, you know, because you, you like flex. You can't use paint flex to paint, you know, though there's probably a way to create art out of them. I'm sure people are doing that somewhere. And it's tough to puzzle a solution from your fragmented flex. Plex. Uh, plex flex. Also, if, you, if you're in any rhyming things, remember flex, F-L-E-C-K-S, you can rhyme with X words, so that's good to know. You know, I'm no rhyming dictionary, but I, you know, I do, uh, I do notice obvious rhymes when they're out there. But I think that's it. If you're new here, give the podcast a few tries. Like, uh, I hope this show helps you fall asleep, because uh, I make it because I know what it's like lying there, uh, struggling to get to sleep, and... I also know the other thing, like, uh, 
My sleep's been on and off lately. And I also know that other feeling when you wake up with a good night's sleep uh, and you slept through the night or or at least you, you, you got to sleep and uh, it, how good that can feel, uh, how, how much relief it can give you. And I truly believe all of you deserve that. And uh, it's one of the things that drives me to keep making this show three times a week. And to keep going, uh, to be here, to try to help. Uh, so I'm glad you're here. If, if this is your first couple of tries, you know, give it a few shots and see how it goes. It doesn't have to work for you. It doesn't work for everybody, but I hope it does. And I say this almost every episode. I'm glad you're here. And I work hard. I strive and I yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for coming by.